0: You're listening to Drishti Point. I'm Farin Nasralli and I'm here connecting in cyberspace with Celeste Jacoboni. Celeste Jacoboni is passionate about helping people discover a deeper experience of the sacred in their daily lives. She's a minister of walking prayer ordained by the Center for Sacred Studies in Sonora, California and her work focuses on guiding and supporting people through transitions by creating a space of awareness, presence, and inspiration, which integrates body, mind, spirit, and emotions. And we're here with Celeste to talk specifically about her first book, How Do You Pray, which is a collection of writings from spiritual teachers, activists, religious leaders, um, and people who many many whom are well-known authors who write about the meaning of prayer and the ways that they pray in their lives. Welcome, Celeste. Thank you. I'd like to start off, actually, by hearing a little bit about your story and um, what prayer means for you personally and how you pray.
1: Well, I have been finding through the years in sharing prayers with other people, and going deeper into this inquiry how do you pray i have been going deeper into my own prayer life and prayer is now uh... more of an awareness what i call a prayerness that touches everything that i do and every breath becomes a prayer i love ritual I pray every day for um, people who ask me to pray for them, as well as our, our earth and the whole world. I light incense. I do certain, um, do certain yoga postures and form. And um, I do prayer like that, as well as reading sacred books. And also, I bring this awareness of prayer to everything that I do. I notice when I'm in relationship or conversation or walking in nature, the gift of grace, and um, it brings up a lot of gratitude, which is a great prayer.
0: And tell us about the particular inspiration and vision that led to you asking this question, how do you pray, and the culmination in the book.
1: Well, I woke up one morning in 2008 where I saw all of um, our world's religions and different cultures and people in prayer. I actually heard prayers and saw dances and heard drumming and smelled incense and really tasted that nectar of devotion, and I realized that all of these different ways and expressions came from the same essence, and we were one spirit with many different beautiful expressions, and I heard those those words, how do you pray, and it stopped my mind, and I sat with it, how do I pray, and how do we pray as a people? So I started asking everyone how they pray and brought people together in circles where we shared prayers and different rituals and um, prayers of different traditions. And it, at some point I realized that a book uh, with responses from our spiritual teachers and mentors and activists would be... Um, really a wonderful support for us right now.
0: How did you connect with many of the authors that are in your book? I mean, some of them are very well known. Uh, did you have? Did you know them already? Did you write to them? Um, and how did you choose the people that you wanted to include in the book?
1: Well, I was divinely guided to choose people, and it was... Um, very synchronistic how it happened or how i got in touch with them i know there were some people that i really um... that really inspired me and i didn't have a way to get in touch with them and then at some point there was a connection made there was a way or an introduction so things like that happened uh... continuously where i would get in touch with someone or meet someone through someone else. And I sent out emails, email invitations, and most people emailed me back with their response, or we had a um, conversation about it, and then they emailed me their response. And I also uh, let them know that we could have a phone conversation if they preferred. And I felt uh, very grateful to have about 12 conversations with different people, um, Rabbi Zalman Shachter Shalomi and Marianna Kaplan, Andrew Harvey, Eli Jackson Bear, Sharif Abdullah, a number of people I got to speak with, and they shared lots of beautiful ways that they prayed.
0: Did the responses from the contributors change or broaden or deepen your understanding and appreciation for prayer?
1: Yes, absolutely. And also their availability and generosity of spirit certainly deepened my gratitude and my wanting to be available to other people to everybody actually to be present and available for everything that comes my way and um i found that that is a, a deep prayer to be present mhm
0: mhm absolutely mhm um as i was reading the book and it's so beautiful because it's it's not a a linear book you can you can just open it and read any particular page in no particular order, Um, but there are certain themes that seem to emerge around prayer. Um, Can you speak about some of the themes that you started to notice were common to a lot of the stories?
1: Well, gratitude was a big one. Um, So many people said that they start prayer with gratitude because that's the easiest or the most obvious, we have so much to be grateful for, for being alive, for being here, and um, and also the heart and love. A lot of people talked about the heart as we move um, from the head to the heart, and from intellect to intuition and um the breath was a big one being inspired being prayed being breathed also the drop and the ocean being a drop our individuality we are all individual yet we are all part of the ocean we are oneness and um and thy will be done, or surrender. Many people talked about that as well, that we have intentions, or we may pray for, for someone or something, and usually or often it's the highest good, and it also could be more specific. But there was also a surrendering to thy will be done, And um, so these are some of the themes that were, uh, that ran through the whole book that I I found fascinating.
0: Um, Can you give us a taste by maybe reading one of the shorter ones or uh, an excerpt of one of the passages from the book?
1: Oh, sure, I'd love to. This is from Sharon Gannon, and she says Prayer is talking to God conversing with God, singing to God, loving God, thanking God, asking to be made an instrument, asking to be made more humble and more available, asking for the skills to help contribute to the happiness and liberation of all beings, including animals. Prayer is a blessing received and given.
0: I, I particularly love that one, and it's um, interesting that you mention her because I'll be speaking to her tomorrow on Drishti Point.
1: Oh, how wonderful. And I will be up at uh, Chivamukta Yoga School doing a book talk on November 3rd.
0: Wonderful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, when these um, stories started to come in, was there, were there any particular ones that touched you very personally or any particular ones that you go back to over and over again?
1: Well, of course, my mother's really touched me personally because she was one of the first contributions that I received I told her shortly after about this vision, and she was so moved. It brought her to tears, and she said, We are all links in a chain with no end. And she hand-wrote her, her prayer and mailed it to me, and I was so touched by this. It's so beautiful, and, um, and because, of course, she's my mother, and she... Um, She really taught me a lot about prayer. So hers was very special to me. And sometimes people ask, you know, do you have a favorite? And truly they all are my favorite because different days I I just open the book and there's the perfect one for that day. And lots of people are, are telling me that as well, that they're opening the book and there's, you know, just the right thing for that day.
0: So now you do workshops entitled How Do You Pray? Um, tell us a little bit about these workshops and how you use the book and how you open up the inquiry uh, about personal prayer.
1: Well, there's a couple of different ways and things that I do, but um, often we go into a, a meditation where it, it's sort of like the vision that I had, where we look at a lot of different, um, different ways of prayer, and these different prompts that came um, spontaneously in this vision, and we look inside of ourselves and see what comes up for us around that, and um, and sit with that how do you pray, inquiry. And often it's the roots are in the asking that more is revealed. And sometimes we explore different ways of prayer as well. Chanting, zikr, dance, yoga, meditation, the Hawaiian practice of ho'oponopono, a um, a practice of love, forgiveness, gratitude and compassion. So we bring up different, um, different ways of prayer. And once I did a six-week course where we met here in Santa Fe once a week, and I had guests come. I had a, a Tibetan Lama come, and, and we did a, a meditation practice with him. And another week we had a dance meditation instructor come and do, um, do dance meditation and different forms. We explored different forms and, um, and really got into our, our most comfortable or uncomfortable way and what was, um, speaking to us at that time and, and bringing our prayers forth and and uh, embodying them as well.
0: Mhm. And you know what I like about that in addition to what I think is so um prevalent as a, as an underpinning of the book is the uh universality of the different forms of prayer, the universality of um different names that we use. Um, and different ways that we connect with what is essential—one, one thing, one experience. So, do you? Do yes,
1: and we so often have um, the same intention. We're praying for for health, for um, for our families, for our loved ones, for peace for the earth, for sustainability, for, you know, so many of the same intentions, whether we're um, uh, in one part of the world or another or one tradition or another, our prayers really are a lot more similar than they are, are different. So we do have a lot in common in our in our prayer, and often those intentions stayed to the highest good, to trusting a higher source, a higher intelligence to guide us. Mm-hmm.
0: What is your? Uh, I mean, is. When you had the vision and, and began the book and completed the book, was there any particular aspiration that you held in your heart for the, w- how this book will be received in the world or what impact it will have?
1: Well, yes. I would like the book to be a bridge to connect people in really deep ways, and it is. I'm getting lots of emails. I just got a beautiful email from a woman in Israel, and she was talking about um, a situation there that was very hopeless, and this book brought her hope and inspiration, and I was so happy and touched by this, it filled me with hope and inspiration as well for peace in the world. And I have a vision of people coming together as, as we are, but leaders, world leaders, leaders of our countries, and, um, and realizing and sharing prayers. And realizing that we are one people with one spirit with so many beautiful names. We have many beautiful names for um, what we call God, creator, mother, father, intelligence. And to realize that we can have compassion and respect for each other, and see the unity in the diversity, and not have to use this as separation, but a way to get closer together.
0: So in that, um, in, in holding that vision in your heart, uh, do you see any particular form or shape that that will, that that will take? I mean, you already... S- are doing workshops based on the book, but do you see anything else in the future?
1: Well, I see um, people coming together. It's some unity churches and different groups where they're having um, circles around the book, where they're coming together and reading together and being in community around the book, being in communion sharing these prayers. So I'm seeing these circles popping up already. And I think this will spread where we come together in community to share. And people who have different beliefs, they might be um, uh, believers in God or atheists or, or any other um, labels and coming together to have these kinds of discussions and talks and and sharing their feelings, and um, and I would like to invite more and more participation. And I'm sending the book out to different groups who can bring people together that would have an influence um, on our. Um, on our governments and uh... religious leaders
0: Mm -hmm. well that's a beautiful vision Celeste a very beautiful vision and I I hope that you see it uh, fulfilled Um, you know I'm thinking in particular of um, prayers that connect us to nature and connect us to earth do you have any particular prayers that you do personally um, that incorporate, that help us reclaim and uh, strengthen that connection to the Mother, to the Earth?
1: Well, I feel that we are a bridge between Heaven and Earth. And we walk on the Earth just as the indigenous people did, and people from uh, the beginning of time, and they were in dialogue with creation, and they looked at all of life as guidance from spirit. And I feel that as we walk on the earth in nature, in our lives, in all of its many aspects, that we can see communion, that we can see guidance from Spirit, and and that is a prayer. So I invite that awareness and that um, prayerness with everything that we do, starting right here and now, this amazing um, interview, this time that we have together, all of us, all of us here, and it's um, something that I feel very grateful for.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it's been really wonderful to be in conversation with you and um learn a little bit a mo- little bit more about uh the way that you integrate prayer and this beautiful word that you're speaking about prayerness. Um, and just to learn more about how the book came together and the vision not only behind the book but the grander vision. Um is there anything else that you'd like to Say to inspire people to integrate prayer into their lives and into everything yes, that they do.
1: I feel that you don't even have to pray for anything, just pray. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's um a beautiful way to end because it was uh there the idea of praying for something came up in many of the writings that uh that people mentioned that they often aren't asking for a particular thing but they're they're offering their their thanks or they're offering their surrender or they're offering their happiness or their joy or their um offering their aspiration for a better world or for our people to have more joy and happiness so it's uh it's beautiful what you say that there's nothing we have to ask for um we can just pray mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah well thank you so much for being with us here on drishti point it's been um Wonderful to speak with you, and um, I encourage listeners to to read the book. It's called How Do You Pray? by Celeste Iacoboni, and the website where you can find out more information about the book and about Celeste is howdoyoupray.com. Thanks so much
1: again, Celeste. Thank you, Farah. Thank you.